Hey, welcome again to Minecraft Lab, where we explore, experiment, and theorize about all things Minecraft. I am Minor Thoughts, and with me yet again is... The Troj. Hey, Minor. Great to be back after our little break that we've had. Yes, it's, it's been a while, um, and we have so much to discuss. Uh... This podcast is going to be a snapshot-only podcast because we've had, since we last talked, we've had six snapshots. We went from the experimental snapshot that we discussed in the last episode to six full snapshots. I mean, they've been pumping them out week after week. Uh, and I have a feeling that... 1.19 update is not too far away. I'm going to just throw it out there. I'm thinking probably June or early July. Well, I heard may have been a Zoom avoid, I think, or it may have even been on the Spawn Chunks, which is another great uh, Minecraft podcast by Pixel Riffs. They, some, one of those was saying that when you start seeing the Bedrock team, development team, and the... Uh, Java teams, development teams, starting to work on the same paths, the same sort of features, that's right. when it's becoming close to being out. And I have heard that June guess uh, thrown around, which probably makes sense because I think they've, I think uh, 116 was in that June part of the year too, I think, from memory. You know, it's a while right. ago now. So, but you know, it's, it is. Um, it's good, it's good to see that we've gone from the last time we recorded to saying, you know, we're not getting anything as us Java players to all of a sudden having six snapshots to play with, digest, theorize, and really sink our teeth into. Right, and there's so much to cover in this episode. Oh. Uh, originally, we were going to do talk about the snapshot and then uh, get into a discussion on why we love Minecraft, but we're going to have to hold that uh, for the next episode. Yeah, there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> And, you know, if we did put it out there on our Discord and on our um, social media, that we'd love to hear your feedback on why you love Minecraft. What attracts you to playing the game and to keep playing the game after all this time? So if you haven't had a chance to or you forgot to send in your feedback, you can do so by heading off to our Discord, which I assume uh, the Mighty Kigas 2 will put a link in the description. Yes. Um, and also, you know, get your thoughts put in there, and you too might have your um, your name and your reasoning read out on the podcast. It'd be great to see. Yes, uh, well, that's what we'd like to do, get the community involved, get your thoughts. We're going to put out our thoughts on and why we love Minecraft, but we, we want to get the community involved, and really, <laughs> today, we just don't have time for that. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, we've got snapshots what a so great this is this what a great problem to have though that we've got all this to talk about all these new features like oh, i love it when we get new stuff oh yes definitely definitely and um we'll just get right into it let's go let's do it this is our snapshot megasode he's <laughs> <laughs> been working on that one that title for three weeks folks. yes i have i have <laughs> before we get into the actual snapshots in the last episode or episodes, we made some predictions. Mm. Mm -hmm. You and I made some predictions, and there are still 
theories and predictions that we have put forward that uh, may or may not come true. But hey, uh, we called a couple things and they they have come true. They We've seen them <laughs> in the snapshots. And I just want to go over those real quick. Sure. Specifically on the warden. I had mentioned, or maybe it was you had mentioned, or we, we discussed that the warden should only be limited to spawn in the ancient cities. Mm-hmm. And they have changed that. If you try to take a shrieker and place it down somewhere else, it's not going to work. There's uh, something in the code, uh, true or false, spawns true or false. So you, you're you not going to be able to take a shrieker and put it in someone's base and have it spawn the warden. It's only going to spawn from a naturally generated shrieker. Uh, frankly, I think that is a good move because you would definitely have people using it for griefing um, 100%. The bad news, though, is it's probably going to complicate Tango Tech's uh, decked out too. I, I was just <laughs> going to mention that because... When the first experimental snapshot hit, he was one of the first ones to jump in and start experimenting. He, he's been chomping at the bit mm-hmm. to get started on Decked Out 2. Yep. So that's going to limit him to an ancient city, which I think that makes sense. That will be helpful for him. I'm still, with what we know now about the snapshots and uh, Warden Changes... I'm not sure how it's going to work. Yeah, uh, well, see, the thing with Decked Out 1 is... And I've played Decked Out because you know, I had the, got the world download and that was the primary reason for getting the world download because I wanted to play Decked Out and really see behind the scenes on just... It's just... It's mind-blowing. Like, the, like the, the technicality of it all behind the scenes and how that worked. I, oh, I'm lost on it, looking at it, but, it, geez, it's good to see. But there's a lot of uh, spawn. There's a couple of spawners in there to generate right. extra mobs, so you're not going to have that in an ancient city. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he pulls into this decked out two now with this change, because he's either going to have to put it in an ancient city where he's just got the warden, and he's going to have to transport other mobs and then probably keep replenishing those mobs, or he's going to have to give up on the warden and go elsewhere. Speaking of the warden, and I. Again, I don't know if they might make changes. Uh, Skizzleman has been playing around with the 1.19 snapshots. And I was watching his last episode, which in the last episode that he did, he he trapped and led a warden up to the surface, which was <laughs> crazy. Watching uh, that man deserves so much more exposure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I kind of wish he had joined Hermitcraft. He's still just a green, kind of a green Minecraft player. I think Impulse helps him out a lot on the stuff. <laughs> yeah. But he loves just playing around with stuff. And he he name-tagged and led a warden up to the surface. So th- people have been asking that. Are you going to be able to do that? How Tango's going to pull it off uh, if he's going to be able to name wardens and them not spawn or you know dig back into the ground or or anything like that well if there's anyone that can pull it off it's tango but no it was interesting to say we got that prediction pretty much right and then of course yeah and of course we also spoke about we thought it was too easy to cheese there's been so much talk 
And I'm still fuzzy on uh, the devs. I mean, are they making, are they trying to make the warden unkillable, you know, like invulnerable? From what King B Dogs has been tweeting, he's, he's, anytime someone finds a way to cheese, it seems like they, they make a change. Going back to our second prediction uh, that we made, and uh, actually this is one that you made, <laughs> that uh, the warden should have some kind of knockback effect with his war, mm. uh, which the way they did it makes sense, and it's, it's pretty insane. I, I like the way they went about doing the ranged attack. So I guess yeah, I can get a 50% mark on this one because I said that you know it should have a knockback effect to stop people from pillaring up and to yes. knock them off. And they haven't quite gone with that. They've gone for a ranged attack. Um, but it definitely, it definitely needed that because... And I think that what they've done is smart because it's ta- instead of just solving one of the problems, they've solved two or multiple of the problems by having to... Um, you know, that range attack obviously can... T- hit you up high it can hit you through walls um Mm -hmm. yeah so we were sort of on the right track and they took it to a better spot i think the to sort of go back to your question of what are they doing to try to make it you know unkillable i think their design intention is to make this a mob that you get no benefit from killing and you really should be treating it as a i need to evade like uh, adding in you know, like a evade and capture sort of mechanic sort of thing, I think that's what they're going for. But I think we actually got a third um, a third prediction right, not just those two, because we actually said that we have a feeling that they've put out this snapshot that a lot of people were the sorry the experimental snapshot that a lot of people were um, underwhelmed with to see how people would cheese it, and then fix the cheese holes <laughs> so to speak <laughs> um the holes in the swiss cheese that's it that's it because you know we likened it to bastions how you know bastions were released people thought they were pretty easy and to be honest they were when, on, when 116 first dropped the next update you're getting piglin brutes and then you're getting gold underneath the chests um so it wasn't easy to use the uh, uh was it the um the hopper technique so mm-hmm. Um, you know, we said then that it was. It felt like they were getting ahead of the game, trying to learn the cheese tricks before it was released. And I think you're right. I think every time they put it out and they see someone has found a way to cheese it, then they change it. So right. I think we got that right as well. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, is they it, it's really not considered. I mean, it's. It's got enough health to be a a game boss, like a, a major boss, like the mm-hmm. Ender Dragon or the Wither, but yep. still, as yet, doesn't have a boss bar. And the thing is, is you can spawn multiple wardens. You can, if the ancient cities, if there's two ancient cities within range of each other, you can actually have two different wardens spawned in in different parts of the world but it still comes down to you know is it worth going to an ancient city and is it worth going to an ancient city more than once right and we'll we'll get into that uh Mm. as we go through these different snapshots six of them uh 
And then at the end of that, we'll make more predictions. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, hopefully it'll come true. Or let's face it, everybody, everybody, the community is putting out their own predictions. Yeah. For the different things going on in the ancient cities, uh, there's things that we know for sure uh, with the frogs and the olays and things like that. And they tweak those from week to week with each snapshot. Uh, adds there's feedback. But I still think they're holding back. King Big Dogs is holding something back. He's got something in his pocket. Well, I, I have a feeling we will probably cover some theory on that. Probably once right. we get to the most recent update from recording. So, yeah, because it was an interesting one. It was an interesting release, that most recent one at the time of recording. So, let's let's just get into the different snapshots. Starting with the first one. So the first snapshot that we got right after the experimental snapshot was a 22W11A. In this Java snapshot, they added quite a bit of things. Uh, some stuff that had already been in the bedrock snapshots or betas or whatever you call them. Uh, so I'm just going to go through the different things that were added in. Not really going to talk about the bugs as much. There might be a couple things, but we got frog lights, frog spawn, mangrove leaves, mangrove logs, mangrove planks, the mangrove propagules, mangrove roots, the different uh, wood variants of mangrove wood stripped and whatnot. Mud, mud bricks, muddy mangrove roots, packed mud, and then the different skulk, skulk catalysts, shriekers, and whatnot in this snapshot were the buckets of tadpoles, which you can get, uh, mangrove boats, and spawn eggs. So there's a lot in this first snapshot that they just you know, dropped on us. Yeah, uh, Frogs, we'd already seen. Frog lights we'd already seen in the uh, the bedrock betas, yep. uh, which a lot of creators now covering both snapshots and the betas, just because you're getting they're kind of teasing things back and forth between the two different versions, yeah. which always gives uh, people something to talk about before the final release, where you're getting a lot more parity and mm. things are uh, getting closer and closer to final release so i think yeah. that's smart on on mojang gets people talking you know they can see a little bit you get complaints you know from the uh, two different i guess you're gonna call i i call them factions because <laughs> people like war over bedrock or java oh, and which funny. is better it really is funny what are your thoughts on uh on all these additions well they, they you have. know i'm a builder and having new blocks is always good and exciting um and it was nice to see the mangrove uh wood getting a different texture than what was originally released or yes. announced i should say um because yeah i just think it looks really nice i think the textures look nice it definitely fits in now into a different um a different place in the in the gradient, it's a different... Yeah, it fits a different spot, which is nice. 
Um, I found it funny that, you know, we've been saying we want new wood types and they give us a new wood type and the first thing the players do with it is turn it, turn it into cooking meat. I don't know whether, you, whether you've seen that at all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I've got to admit, though, like I can understand why people have, have jumped on that one. But I think uh, overall, like I quite like the blocks. I think they fit into a nice, um, nice place in that gradient, as I mentioned, as a builder. Um, yes. It's also making clay renewable which is also a very good thing. Um, yeah, I, overall, the, the block additions, I'm very happy with. And I love saying propagule. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they're, they're weird. They're just weird. Uh, it can't be any worse than frog poop. And might, well, I, say, might I say, I hate to say this, but... I don't know whether I don't know whether we were the first to coin the phrase frog poop when it comes to uh, frog lights, but I did see on Twitter the other day someone put up a photo of the frog light saying, "Look, it's frog poop." I went, "Hey, maybe they listen to the podcast." Yeah, the um, the main uh, the thing about this snapshot I'm most excited about oh, was the mangrove. Uh, hmm. I love the look of that tree and the texture changes. I think I saw something on Twitter or it was somewhere else in social media that they are trying to make it look like what actual mangrove looks like. It has kind of a orangish reddish hue mm -hmm. uh, on the inside of the actual tree. So I, I really like that. The roots, uh, I love the roots, just the way it grows, uh, which changed a couple things on the way it grows. I understand one thing about the, the mangrove trees is it has a chance of spawning beehives in it mm -hmm. just because of the, the propagule yeah. is a considered a uh, sapling or a, it's almost, they said it's almost like a flower. Mm. So the bees can pollinate, use the propagules to pollinate. Well, I think it's a good move because it's going to give the biome some life. Um, right. Because we don't know what's going to happen to um, fireflies. Like, are fireflies going to make an appearance or are they not? Um, and I think it would be a shame to not see them because I think it would really give a nice ambience to that biome. Because I, I might be jumping ahead a little bit here, but on that snapshot where they did release the mangrove biome, I didn't see any frogs and I know that they will spawn there. But it just felt a little bit devoid of life. And that, to me, ruins immersion a bit. On that note, our, this might sadden you. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you've seen the latest Minecraft video where they've got the narrator and uh, Marissa. Is it Marissa? The computer. Right. Uh, they talked about the, the frogs and the fireflies. The fireflies have been... <sighs> they won't be in this update. Uh so a lot of people are upset by that, uh, but there's there's also talk of other things that really were shown off in the uh, official announcement of the wild update. The birch forest was supposedly supposed to get an, a slight update. Um, there hasn't really been talk about that, so people are wondering about that as well. Yeah, I know they... They changed the firefly thing because fireflies are actually toxic to frogs in real life. 
So I knew they changed it from there, but I still think it'd be a nice ambience thing. Even if, and I heard, this is not my idea. I heard, heard this on someone submitted this to Spawn Chunks. And I thought it was a brilliant idea. Why do they not have um, a block, have a chance to spawn as a firefly infested block? And it put out particles similar to the spore blossom with a different color. And you would, I think that's a great idea because you would still get the effect in, in, in places, not everywhere, but in locations, you would still hit that firefly effect. I still think they need to work on the biome because, as I said before, it, it feels devoid of life. And having something like that happen would just add to it a bit. It would add to that, that overall right. experience. And I guess that's one thing that really appeared, appealed to me about better Minecraft, that mod pack. The whole world, it literally feels alive. Like there's animals everywhere. There's different things growing. It's like a living, breathing world. And some of the vanilla Minecraft areas, it does feel devoid of life. That removes you from that sense of immersion. And mangrove and and swamps in general are places that are absolutely teeming with wildlife. Not just frogs, like all sorts of things. So it'd be nice to see them really work on the ambience of that biome um, for the final release. I like the fact that the developers, in particular King Bee Dogs, is really trying to listen to the community, taking community feedback. Uh, he's he's pretty much taking the lead on the ancient cities, the deep dark, and everything involved in there. So they're listening to community feedback i feel with this update a lot a lot more oh 100 percent. and um yeah it's good that they do have that engagement with the community there is a lot of community theory about what's going on in the agent cities and what we've been given lately but i don't want to jump too far ahead let's move on to the next snapshot which was uh 12a 22w 12a uh in this snapshot the warden was added Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the first fully blind mob. Uh, he has a sense of vibration. He can detect players or mobs that have the invis- invisibility effect. I, I didn't know this. Invisibility is out of the question. <laughs> well, well, it makes sense if he's blind. Invisibility is not going to give you much, um, much help, really. Then is it? Right. So it doesn't right. make sense. Yeah. In this snapshot, we got the boat with the chest. The chest boat. Woo-hoo. I've been playing around with that. I actually put out a video on that, just a fun little video. I mean, it was I quite enjoyed that. You did well on that <laughs> one. <laughs> a new effect called Darkness. Mm-hmm. It's triggered by the Skulk Shrieker. Absolutely awesome visual design on that effect, might I add. There was also the Swift Sneak enchantment. They listened to the community and said, we'll put it on the leggings. Good change. I agree with that yes. wholeheartedly. You'll be able to walk faster while sneaking, and some people will be using that for for building faster. Uh, when you're high above doing your mega builds and trying to place blocks faster, um, yeah. someone said that that would that was like bedrock block placing. Uh, I guess you, like especially in games like Bed Wars, you can place blocks a lot faster. On, I, I think it was a great move changing it from the boots to the leggings. I would like them right. to see, this is not directly related to the snapshots, but wouldn't it be cool to see an enchantment for the chest plate 
that actually makes you consider, hmm, do I want to go with a chest plate or do I want to stick with my Elytra? And you really got to think about what is in your best interest. Because at the moment, you yeah. get your Elytra and it's like, goodbye, chest plate. Hello, Elytra. And you don't take your Elytra off again. So it'd be interesting to see if they could, down the track, come up with something that actually makes you go, hmm, what's the trade-off here? Because at the moment, there really right. isn't one. So, But overall, I think uh, welcome to the Warden. Uh, I think he'll be a, it'll be a great addition. Sorry, I shouldn't say he because we don't really know. But uh, it yeah. <laughs> it is a great addition to the game. And um, I continue to look forward to its development. A couple changes in this snapshot were uh, leaves are now waterloggable. Uh, that's going to help out technical players. Skull Catalyst, uh, another problem with the Skulk Catalyst in earlier snapshots where they were generating Skulk Shriekers. Uh, that's been changed, so they'll no, no longer. So you, you'll have less chances of Wardens spawning. And that's that's about it. Well, moving on to the next snapshot, 22W13A, uh, we got a change, a big change, to reinforce Deep Slate. Mm-hmm. Your dreams were dashed. Yes, yes, my dreams were dashed. A lot of people's dreams were dashed. I... Uh, I actually got in an argument with somebody in uh, the uh, comment section, which often happens. <laughs> They're like, "I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be moving all my deep slate to to my base." I'm like, "Dude, they're gonna change it." He goes, "I'll never update." I'm like, "So when the final release comes out, you're not going to update. You're gonna stay in a snapshot." Yes, I'm like, "Have fun with that." <laughs> 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 that that's when you know that someone has really backed themselves into a corner and that's it they're just going down with that ship so i mean you cannot move it uh it won't drop a silk touch it takes forever to even break uh so there's so much theory surrounding the reinforced deep slate uh where it's generated and we'll get into that mm -hmm. that i don't think it's just a block i don't it's got to be a placeholder for something i'm sure we'll come to that because i've got a, <laughs> yeah. i've got a lot to say on that one <laughs> uh in the snapshot we finally got in java uh the la hey LA, 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 LA. they give us a reason to go out to pillager outposts and woodland mansions again and find them uh, they're only going to spawn in those areas so There'll be limited amounts that you can get. Uh, currently, there's no way to really breed them. So it, it's going to be one of those types of things where you have to go adventure out. This is just a, a, a tidbit of what I've got planned for Interrealms Season 3 clans. There might be adventures involved. I don't want to say too much. There might be adventures involved Shh, in... Minor, be quiet. We can't. I don't think we can give those sort of secrets away yet, can we? In in collecting said allays. Every everyone that's uh, listening right now, if you're if you were playing on interims, you didn't hear a thing. Forget uh, you heard it. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> but with with I, that though, I hope that they come up with a easier way to transport the allays because you know sometimes your nearest, what I call the mansion, is. 10,000 blocks away. Yeah, and exactly. at the moment, you can only leech these things. 
So that's a long way to have to leash and allay back home. So at the moment, I like where it's going, but I'm hoping for a better way to transport them. Well, my thought and um, just listening to the community, I think they're having the same thoughts is having the allays be able to teleport, so to speak, like cats and dogs do. You have to stay within like loaded chunks. Um, but if you're, say, boating somewhere uh, or flying, as long as you stay within loaded chunks, they, like cats and dogs, they will teleport to you. Uh, that's been proposed, I think, uh, that that would be an easier way to get them, say, back to your base. That would make things a lot easier. So, But no, in very interesting addition, and um, I know there's a lot of technical players very excited for the LA. Something they haven't changed, that the note block has to be played every 30 seconds to become locked onto the item you're you're wanting them to collect uh, there's been a lot of talk about making changes to that uh, they haven't done anything yet if someone is using them for a sorting system like a non-stackable sorting system which <laughs> i've seen mm. you can hear no note blocks playing every 30 seconds so it could get quite noisy yeah hopefully they come up with a solution for that and the other thing that i've seen too is i know they've tweaked it as well but you said you mentioned about the throwing of the items i think what right. they need to do is just have them put it in front of the note block because they're still even i think on the at the time of recording even on the most recent changes they're still sort of floating them up in an arc and sometimes they're landing on top of the note block they're falling onto the sides all over the shop right. still so i think i, I I think a quality of life addition would be just have them come to the note block, drop it in front of the note block and chuff off again. Yeah, that would be a lot better. But moving on from the allays, uh, the ancient cities were added in mm -hmm. world generation, always generated at negative 52, uh, wide negative 52. They're made of deep slate basalt and gray wool. Uh, you'll have soul sand, soul fire lanterns, uh, this will be a new place to get skeleton skulls. Mm -hmm. And then um, we start seeing some of the loot. The loot's gotten better. Not to jump ahead too much, I still think work on the loot needs to be done. Mm -hmm. We need a major, major reason to go there. As the loot that they've kind of been bringing out from week to week, the reasons to go to the ancient cities has gotten better and better, but it still needs work. So you're starting to, we're in this update, in this snapshot, we're starting to see end city type loot, enchanted books, uh, leggings, enchanted hose, uh, notch apples, the enchanted golden apples. It's certainly heading in the right direction. Yeah, I don't want to jump too far ahead because there's a lot to talk about ancient cities and loot now with the, um, probably, I think it's probably the last snapshot we're going to talk about tonight. So, yeah, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but yes, I agree with you. It, we still need more work for more reasons to go there. That may right. be answered in the following conversation. They're getting closer and closer to uh, the final, the final result, final iteration of uh, you know the full release. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one change that was made. I'm I'm not going to go all, over all the changes, but I think this one is quite funny is the warden you know people are trying to find ways to cheese the warden uh and waddles put out a video 
doing some experiments on the warden. He's like, I railed the warden. And people were like, you what? And he's like, yeah, what did you think I meant? <laughs> he put out that tweet and then shortly released a video showing that you could surround the warden with rails and basically trap him in. King B-Dogs, uh, he got quite irate. He's like, hey, look, Waddles, are we going to have a beef? You know, are we going to argue about this? And uh, they quickly, in this update, they quickly changed that. Wardens can now walk over rails. <laughs> and Waddles are like, man, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the fact that rails, it does, it honestly does make me laugh that you can use a block that's like a one hundredth of a block high, and things can't move over it. I know there's right. I know there's technical reasons for it. I understand that, but it, it just makes me laugh. So it's interesting to know, though. See, there's another example of them listening to the community, finding out how people are cheesing it and changing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I thought that one was quite hilarious. That, uh, and uh, that's happening. A little bit with snapshot to snapshot they're they're looking at the community or the mojang is watching the videos and seeing okay this is how they're dealing with what, what they they have right now like being able to trap them with rails and then making slight tweaks to prevent cheesing and we'll get into more of that but i thought that was quite hilarious yeah but, you know, how good is it, though, that they actually care enough to pay attention to what we're saying? As a, When I say we, I mean a community. They don't care specifically what you and I say, but as a community, they care. And that's a really good thing to see. We're pretty active. We try to be active within the community uh, just because we're covering this, this stuff in, uh, in the podcast. On Twitter, that's where the devs and the Minecraft community hang out. And every once in a while, you know, there's a comment made uh, or things discussed and then you see it show up in a snapshot. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, this might be my ego talking. In some little way, I paid part in actually having the warden have a range attack. So in, in snapshot 22W14A, we saw the addition of the Echo Shard. Mm -hmm. uh, you need eight Echo Shards to craft a recovery compass, which was added. Mm -hmm. Now, the Echo Shards, and this was talked about uh, and it's been discussed highly on Twitter and other places, Spawn Chunks. I listened to their thoughts on Echo Shards and the community's thoughts on echo shards that the, the recovery compass while it's a great idea people for a while have been using mods that do the same thing uh, so i mean yeah it's a great addition for vanilla players that you know that are truly vanilla and don't use any mods but is it really a reason to go to the ancient city well, or ancient cities because sometimes you can only find you know a few 
Echo Shards in one city and you're, you're going to have to go to another ancient city. Well, here's the other side of it. I know this is a very... Um, a lot of people are saying this. This is not a unique thought. But you're putting an item in an end game location that is really suitable for someone in early game. I got no huge problem with a recovery compass entering the game as such. Because I know when people are first starting it or for kids playing as well, being able to find, have a compass that can go and find their gear and not get upset. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. You know, I know there's a lot of people saying, no, I don't like it at all. It's not in the spirit of the game. But what you got to remember is little kids play Minecraft as well. You know, and I grew mm-hmm. up through the phase, well, my kids grew up through the, went through the phase, not anymore, but they did go through the phase where they'd lose their stuff and they'd cry. They'd get generally upset. They'd get generally attached to it. So having a way for them to find it without having to have mods left and right, no problem. Great. Love it. The problem I got with it, though, is to get it, you've got to be pretty well geared up to get down to the ancient city to get exactly. this thing. So great addition. I don't think it's being put in the right way. Like I said, there's community talk of what else they should have another use for these echo shards. Well, I I reckon I reckon there will be, and I reckon we're going to get into it. I'm dying to get to this last <laughs> last snapshot conversation. Echo shards. I'm just going to to put this theory out about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it should be used like ancient debris, uh, to where you can uh, give your gear some kind of buff or ability or uh something there's got to be something else uh we can use these echo shards for just having these things just for a recovery compass one it's not going to be enough for a seasoned player to want to go down there to get a recovery compass because they're probably not going to want one yeah just the recovery compass is just something i'll probably never use i mean i i barely I barely even use uh, the lodestone. I mean, mm. lodestone has its uses. Uh, I may use it more in the future. Oh, that's secret, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just not something. I mean, it's cool. Well, see, I think we all got so used for so long, and particularly the players that have played a lot longer than a player like me. They've been playing from since the beginning. Everyone's so used just to going by coordinates, so we don't actually need this stuff. Um, you know, and for me, uh, normal compasses, I've never used one. Let's see, looking at the changes, the mangrove swamp was uh, tweaked a little bit more. Uh, I love the look of the teal water. I think I'm really loving that biome, the look of that biome. It's really dense. Uh, I think there's, it's going to be kind of like the dark forest, the dark was it a dark oak forest where it's really dense and uh, even during the day it could be slightly dangerous? <laughs> yeah. Uh, these swamps won't generate witch huts. I did uh, see that, yes. And then in this snapshot, there's only a single layer of mud, but in a later snapshot, uh, they change that so it generates... All the way down to stone layer. Any any dirt uh, that is not dirt is mud. Is several layers thick all the way down to stone. In this snapshot, they made some warden changes. Ooh. Uh, sp- specifically, ways to cheese the warden. Uh, the warden can now 
pathfind through lava, is not affected by lava, <laughs> and uh, floats on water. <laughs> uh, people are still trying to find ways to, to cheese the warden. The developers are looking at the, the different ways, and they're making tweaks to make this harder and harder. So here's a question for you, all right? If, in the long run, the warden was not going to be dropping something of significant value or usefulness and the idea of the warden was to avoid it and not kill it why not just make it invulnerable as opposed to still keeping the option to kill it i'm not really sure on that one like i said i think king b dogs is holding things back and not telling us everything so yeah uh, there's something there's I think it goes back to one of our previous episodes. We don't know everything yet. And I, and I was having a conversation with uh, Notice Me Swine Pie on the interim server, uh, I think it was yesterday, and or maybe even the day before, I can't quite remember. But he, um, he was saying, you know, in his opinion, if they were holding back something of the magnitude of which we will probably talk about soon, it would be the biggest shock ever like it would be talked about it would be a uh, it would be something that no one would forget putting this out there and i made the comment to him well is there any better way to get marketing than to do something like that that gets everybody talking and well i won't say too much more because we'll probably jump into that in depth very very shortly and slice slime uh with each snapshot he really goes over in depth uh the changes and uh different all the bug fixes things like that yeah you've got you know different people that put out snapshot reviews uh il mango azuma uh waddles uh different different creators that do week weekly or whenever they get a new snapshot they'll put out a video on it the next snapshot we're getting closer <laughs> closer to the most current one was 22w15a couple a couple advancements sneak 100 uh it was just if you get if you sneak near a skulk sensor shrieker or a warden to prevent it from hearing you wool i said this i mentioned this to you wool is going to be at a premium mm -hmm. i think there's going to be wool there in the ancient cities, naturally generated. But yep. I think people, if they'd go to raid a an ancient city, would be wise to bring a couple stacks of wool with them. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a premium co commodity on servers, people with wool farms and with interrealms. I'm not sure if those if that's one of those every clan can have one. Or if it's just one clan, uh, I'm not sure if it's Cliff's clan is the only one. Oh, I can't remember, to be honest. I have a feeling it's open to all clans, that one, uh, the wolf farm. Okay. But I agree with you. It will be at a premium. And I do like this with the, the recent updates, too, because it does give existing items more use. So, like, with 116, we had gold, which was a useless product, had a use all of a sudden. So, you know, giving 
more used to some of the stuff that we've already got in the game is not just adding new stuff but giving uses to and making uh current items more important definitely mm-hmm. a good move and you are 100 percent right Interrealmers, if you're listening and you want a wool shop, I suggest you start building it. Now that the, the now that our shopping district is open for business, I'd like to see a wool shop pretty soon. Right, exactly. I mean, it's the market's going to be competitive in, in that uh, you can either do your simple wool farm for your clan uh, for use, or you know have a competitive market to sell wool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, never and, know. And the thing about wool is. I thought in earlier snapshots, if you placed wool, it would alert the shriekers or the skulk sensors. But now placing wool uh, does not do that. Yeah, I believe that was changed um, a little while ago. Right, yeah. right. Which makes sense. Yeah, carpets and wool are are something that will dampen vibrations. Okay, so in this snapshot, we got... The sonic boom. Booyah. The the ranged attack for the warden. The, I think they still need to tweak it because it's one. It's pretty dang powerful. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you can if you're not wearing anything, you can get one shot. If you're wearing protection four, you still get knocked for quite a loop. Some people are wanting it to change to a magic attack like the. The guardians in the ocean monuments and kind of be toned down a little bit but if you get far enough away from the warden it'll switch tactics from a melee which is still quite powerful mm. um, to a the ranged attack of the sonic boom which i i thought it originally i wasn't sure if it had a knockback effect but it does in fact have a knockback. oh does it Yes. Ah, there you go. Well, we wanted it to be harder. We wanted a challenge, and I believe we've got it now. So yes. bring it on. Bring it on. Now, now a thing about that attack, though, uh, that another way to cheese it or nullify it, people are using shields. Mm-hmm. That if you uh, put your shield up, which gives the shield more use, uh, but if they change it to a magic attack, the shields are like invalid. The magic will go through yeah. a shield. Oh, look. So, uh, I, whichever way they end up going with it, like good game design revolves around balance. So, if they're going to introduce this sonic boom, they need to have a way to either not necessarily nullify it, but at least give us a chance as players to at least survive a couple of hits. They're still obviously working on it, and they've probably got you know, another two or three months to, to develop it before it's finally released. So I think mm-hmm. that's that's definitely a good thing. But I'm glad that they listened that... Because I said way back that I thought that the Warden was going to be something special. Then we got the experimental snapshot, and it was underwhelming. It's moving back towards special, and I like that. And I think I said as well yeah. that I wanted a, something that was going to present a challenge, and <laughs> it's a challenge. Oh, it's definitely a challenge now. I 100% agree that you're going to have to have some strategy going into those ancient cities, getting around the the warden. Uh, I've seen people that are playing through the snapshots like Skizzleman, uh, using the wool, 
uh, using bringing a it's given the the hoe more of a, a use getting rid of the shriekers as you progress through so it doesn't alert the the warden mm-hmm. or the warden doesn't spawn so yeah there's going to be some strategy involved yeah and that's a definitely a good thing one thing about uh this snapshot uh that i didn't go over is they had made a change to note blocks 22w13a where only wool would silence note blocks and i i understand they're thinking of that I, I don't know if it had something to do with the LA, but the, the technical community, there was quite a bit of outrage. They actually put a petition up <laughs> to have that reverted. Yep. And in, in this snapshot, 15A, it was reverted. Uh, so, again, they listened to the community. Uh, I think that's uh, just, they, a, they, it's just a common sense, that one. That is just common sense. I, I understand their line of thinking on it. But it's just, yeah, can you imagine some of those big machines that had multiple note blocks in it? I think back to um, season one of Interrealms with the casino and the casino games, how noisy that place would have been (laughs) um, with all the note blocks that are actually behind the scenes of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Good change and good, well, not good change, good change back. Let's put it that way. Recovery Compass. Uh, There was a change there. You... (laughs) People found out you could use it on Lodestone, um, so they switched that. You can no longer use it on Lodestone. Now, something that I noticed when I was developing, something about the chess boat, I was when I was developing my video for the uh, Mumbo Jumbo Vault, started developing it in an earlier snapshot, and you had to actually crouch to access the chest within the chess boat. Yeah, right. And in this one, in this snapshot, you don't, you no longer have to do that. <laughs> uh, that was, it was kind of a pain to, uh, to do. I think what was happening was if there was no entity in the in the chest boat that you ended up getting in. Yeah, gotcha. The boat instead of opening the chest, so you had to crouch. But they figured it out to, uh, if you're targeting the chest it'll open without having to crouch yeah that probably also a a very good and common sense change oh the allay has a health regeneration of two hearts per second because they noticed that uh that the the people were trying to get the allays back to their bases uh (laughs) their allays were dying off you know for whatever reason yeah um not much more and we are up to the last snapshot that we were given the latest snapshot oh what a snapshot what a snapshot when i saw this snapshot i had to i I don't know it's like i woke up and so i don't know if you do this but i woke up and i was like oh 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 there's a new snapshot oh wait they've added something They've added a new disc, so I mean, I I put out a video, like a real quick video, uh, because I was excited about this, but there's still so much that's not known about this. This is Snapshot 22W16A, and they put out a 16B 
uh, it's small changes. We probably won't discuss that, but the disc fragments, new loot in the ancient cities. Mm -hmm. uh, you to craft a new disc, and you have to have eight fragments to craft the uh, the disc. Mm -hmm. So, or no, no, sorry, I'm sorry, it's nine. Yeah, people are Basically saying people are one. saying eight because there's a hole in the middle of the disc. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, but no, you need nine, which I've seen people playing, and you can get nine fragments from one ancient city, <laughs> from one chest, let alone one ancient city. Right, yeah. right. That'll change. Um, You'll guarantee you that will change because I saw the the tweet chain from King B Dogs about this, and the thought pattern was to sort of give people a quest to go to collect this this item and obviously if you're okay. if you're going to one city and you're finding it in one chest well that's not a quest <laughs> that's a got it and get out sort of thing so right um so this disc mm -hmm. there i mean there's I, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say this really while the deck the the disc is intriguing still not you know i'm still wanting just a little bit more but i mean that's uh, the rest of the community too they want to know more they want to know more about this disc uh is this alluding to something um it's because it's it's just weird it's not like your typical music disc and the way it's obtained is not like your typical music disc so just really quick just really quick something that we failed to mention in earlier snapshots is underneath the main mm, structure yes. is a redstone room uh showing you different ways and uses of redstone which i think is cool for early players again is that a reason for early players to go to an ancient city and risk dying just to find this redstone room um, I don't know. I mean, because like you said, you'd said that you pretty much have to be geared up to to go in. I'm going to go down the theory line here now. So we we said very early on that we felt there was more to an ancient city than what uh, has been alluded to, or what has been known, or what has been said. Now let's look at all the evidence. You know, when you when you're on a case. Not that I'm a detective, but when you're on a case, you know, I've read the famous five, I'm qualified. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you follow the clues and no matter what, whatever comes out as the most logical explanation, no matter how fanciful is oftentimes the case. Now, I've, I'm going to go down this line first and then I'm going to come from the reverse. So... Let's look at it. You've got a new block being entered into the game that you're not allowed to move, must remain where it is. It's indestructible. And surely it has got to be more than just a fancy new decorative block because you can do nothing with it. All right? That's one. Two, in the ancient cities itself, you have got a smaller version of that big main structure. And the file name for that is actually small portal 
you've got um, in the development notes for um, the Warden and all these ancient cities, you've got a big focus on, was it tryptophobia or something, which is a fear of holes, and a hole is a portal. You have got now a music... Well, you've got... You had a structure that you're going, why do I need to come down here? And why do I need to come down here? And once I've done it once, why do I need to come back again? Now you've got a music disc that you have to search for to put together. And I'm sorry, but that sounds like there is someone exploring and finding a portal and activating a portal. It sounds so much like that. Now... We discussed, is Minecraft going to get a fourth dimension? And you and I both at the time couldn't see it happening. I don't think we will at this point, but I think we will down the track. And I think, I still think that this, let's call it a portal for lack of a better word, I think there's too much directing it here for Minecraft, uh, for Mojang to now turn around and say, you know what, guys, we've just we've put all this here. We were just having you on. It's not going to. This is not a portal. It's not going anywhere. It's just a. It's just a thing. If that is what it turned out to be, and if they've put this uh, disc out there and this early in development, they are playing a risky game. If the end game of this is to say, nah, it's just a, it's just a thing. It's nothing important. Because you are going to have a lot of annoyed people that are already annoyed at not having archaeology, not having bundles, blah, 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 as we were talking about earlier. All of a sudden now saying, well, you promised us a portal. You promised us a new dimension. And we're not getting this either. If they're not going to do something with it, they're playing a risky game. And I don't know if you watched the, the the latest Azuma says. No. He's talking to people in his live stream about this, the same things. And it, yeah, it's, it's the community thoughts that uh, this is some kind of portal. Uh, yeah, right. Azuma, he he thought that, nah, you know, think of the same things, you know, it's too early. Uh, but with this disc, yeah, while it is cool loot. It's a kind of a collectible type thing. Uh, people that, wa- again, want to be more completionist and, and collect all things in Minecraft will adventure to the ancient cities to, to obtain this. Now that we've heard what's on the disc, all kinds of theories are springing up. And uh, you, you, yourself and uh, Azuma and, and a lot of others myself are saying there's there's something there they're alluding to something and you're right if they keep alluding to things that are possible within the game and don't give us something you're going to have a lot of upset players uh and i mean they're going to cry that well you promised us and, the, you know, Mojang can say, well, we didn't promise anything. We may have alluded to some things, but we didn't promise anything. Azuma, he said it would be stupid. It would really be stupid for a developer to 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 go down this path 
and tease different things just to turn around and say, ah, it was, it was nothing. There's nothing yeah, really. I agree. You know, and it's, it's interesting that they're creating this, this, um, do we call it a biome, the ancient city? Do we call it a biome? They're creating this area that's all about sound, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the wardens reacted by sound, the shriek has put out sound, you know, you're getting wool to dampen things. The only thing that makes sense in my mind, and bearing in mind that you've got King Bee Dog saying they want people to go on quests, and they're putting in echo shards, and they're putting in these discs that are in, like, nine pieces. To me... Oh, and then you've got, you know, now redstone underneath the portal, the, well, underneath that structure, <clears throat> which, while looks like it's functioning as redstone tutorials... In the larger picture of things, it's like, well, had someone been here trying to turn this thing on from a story perspective? Oh, I didn't even, I didn't think of that. Well, that, because I'm thinking one of the more recent updates, and I don't think we covered it, but in in the actual designs of the ancient city, they've now got uh, dark oak wood and different colored wool. And the immediate thing that jumped to my mind was, well, that's the same sort of wood that's used for mansions. So if the pillagers actually discover, like I'm thinking storyline law here, I don't know whether that's appropriate or not, but has the illage, the pillagers found this location, they've tried to bridge across and this, and they've found this thing, and story-wise, they've tried to turn it on by using redstone contraptions. Now, mm-hmm. remove yourself from the game. Yes, those redstone things, well, evidently are probably there to act as redstone tutorials for people. Um, right. But on the bigger picture, is is that what that's alluding to? Otherwise, why would you put it into a secret room underneath this portal? You could put them in other places that's more easily accessible for newer beginners to the game. Right. So See, I didn't even think about that. That's where my mind went. So then where my mind went was, okay, Echo Shards. So something's broken that need to get put back together. So I, my theory, and this is just a theory, is we're going to have to go on a quest, a quest, I'm like, air inverted commas here, a quest to find enough echo shards for something. You need to go on a quest to find enough pieces for this disc. You're going to have to go up to one of these structures. You're going to have to use the echo shards to do something to complete it and then you're going to have to play the disc and the disc is going to activate the portal now what does the portal do or where does it lead Mm. but that's my theory at the moment and i'm putting it out there (laughs) i'm not going to do it myself because they're just it's a really big time investment to do but there are people that are doing uh audio spectrograms i think it's called uh, starting to pick this disc apart, uh, what they're hearing in it. Some say that they heard uh, a flint and steel lighting in the beginning, and uh, maybe that was lighting a portal, but there's just so much unknown. I, again, it would be really, it would be really a bad look for Mojang to have such a big tease as this disc. Mm-hmm. And not deliver something on it. 
And they've said before in the past that they don't really do lore. There's not really lore involved in 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 Minecraft. But with this ancient city, I, I beg to differ. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting. MatPat has been called out in King B Dogs' tweets. I mean, even King B Dogs has uh, tagged MatPat from Game Theory himself, saying, "What do you think?" What were your theories? And I haven't seen anything as as of yet him responding to those things, but I'm sure it's coming. Mm. I'm sure it's coming. I think people are waiting for the full release. You know, when we get into the uh, the pre releases and and things like that before the final release. I think there's a little bit more to come. I think what'll happen is I don't think I don't think that this portal will lead anywhere in this update. I don't think you could have a whole new dimension be worked on satisfactorily, satisfactorily, whatever that word is. Words are hard at this time of night. Um, I don't think you can have an update like that without going to the people to pick it apart and find bugs because that's that's the... that's the track record of Mojang with these updates is they put it out there for us to pick apart and play with and that. And we've had nothing like that. Now, let's assume that they're going to go in June, right? That's a, a basically under a month and a half away for this update. Mm-hmm. So can I see them saying, hey, guys, the ancient cities are done, the, the uh, mangroves are done. Oh, by the way, here's a whole new dimension that we want you to play test. That's not going to happen. What I reckon will happen no. is they're going to put this out and then they'll announce 1.20, which will follow on from, say, here's 1.19 and we're now announcing that 1.20 is going to be... And it'll be something to do with the portal. Looking back at the the development cycle and the, the new updates and when they do Minecraft Live, typically, you know, they try to release early summer spring somewhere in there and then later toward getting toward the fall is when they announce uh the new things i don't think they can sit and wait though like i think if they're if they if they intend to do it that way and they don't announce a new thing and they just put this out there you're going to without a new dimension or at least being told what's going to happen you're going to have the people going well but we just said they're going to be annoyed or, you know, it would be a risk, too, to launch a whole new dimension on, on us um, without all the playtesting from the, from the community oh, base. Definitely. Like, that itself. But I think the other, two, the other thing, too, that um, a lot of people don't, may not know, but I'm pretty sure, wasn't King Bee Dogs the one behind the ether? I was going to mention that. This, this snapshot is really kind of centered around this disc and uh, the theories... Uh, community theories. I mean, there was a couple, couple changes, uh, which, not much. The LA was given more help, uh, but that that's a bit. That's about it. Um, more music was added by Liana Rain, which I, I really like. Some of it doesn't make sense in where it plays in the in the game, but really. This whole snapshot, this latest snapshot that they've given us is there's so much talk around this disc. While it is a cool 
obtainable item i think it's not more about the item it's more about what's on that deciphering what's on it is really the talk of the town well i guess the other thing that could go against all this is we've already got a disc with uh, a similar vibe that means nothing was it 11 or 15 or something or um, we've got that one that's all broken and it's got like yeah and it never never led anywhere I don't know. There's so much theory. So much theory. And that's why we're here. Yeah. Because we like to discuss theory. That's why we have this podcast. We're not we're not game theory, but we're Minecraft theory. <laughs> we're here in the lab off podcast experiments and trying different things with uh, what they've given us. Uh, I've messed around with a warden. You can kill the warden with uh, end crystals, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you to find the explosive way to kill the warden. I, oh, yeah. Someone uh, put a poll out on Twitter asking, is the, is the ancient city, are you going to the ancient cities? I said, and I simply put, yes, and I'm bringing TNT. <laughs> <laughs> With each snapshot from week to week that they're ramping up, I feel like it's ramping up toward uh, something final uh, we're getting a little bit more uh, the ancient cities are getting more and more exciting uh, and like you said the King Bee Dogs the Aether mod I, I, Zuma said he really feels now that they could be adding a new dimension I still still not sure I'd really uh, I'd hate to see the end get forgotten uh, just because people want a new dimension. I think the end will get an update at some point. I think you could bet the house on that. You know, I, I do think that they will go with a new dimension, something totally new, before the end. And I say that because if you speak to some of the bigger content creators, and you know, not that we've got big channels either, but I can see it, impressions are down. Like, just from a YouTube perspective, impressions are down. Um, some of the bigger ones are saying the same thing. Impressions are down. Is the interest of Minecraft starting to waver a bit? What's one thing that's going to get people pumped up and excited to come back and check it out again? It's a whole new dimension. Something all True. new. And just even from a marketing perspective. You know, and, and notice me, Sweetenpire, having that discussion. He said, you know, it would be, he said it would be a risk to um to put it out there without any play testing but the flip side of that is you you drop such a massive surprise onto people can you get any better marketing than that because everybody's well, going to be talking about it they might do something that they did with this uh these snapshots they might put out something experimental where you'll have the final release of 1.19 that doesn't include new features but put out something experimental i guess time will tell which will you know appease people to say okay you're not getting the new dimension in 1.19 but it is planned and here's something experimental you can mess around with well see at some point too they have to sort of stop and go what have we got left to do on this game like what else? What mm -hmm. else can we add? What else could we do? And you know, at some point, 
you know, yes, you can go through all the biomes and update them one by one. Yeah, of course you can. But is that going to get attention to bring people back to the game? I don't know. With a whole new thing, a new thing to explore with... Oh, yeah. I think the, the longer this goes on, at some point in the near future, if not this update or one very, very close, we are going to get a fourth dimension. I think this is all the whole every all the bits of evidence are all pointing towards it, and you know I do think it would be stupid of them having laid all of this groundwork for it to then turn around and say uh, we're going to pull an archaeology and we're not going to do it. I, I know those are small features, but there are people that uh, we're looking for. There's a groups of people that are looking forward to uh, archaeology. They were looking for forward to bundles fireflies uh you know and even a uh, birch forest biome update what you could do with birch forest to to make it more alive and vibrant and and things like that so i don't know on those things i think the birch forest i wasn't expecting them to do anything there uh the bundles yeah that, that still needs some tweaking the Aether mod. Now, you mentioned uh, King Bee Dogs. I have not played with that at all, so I have no clue whatsoever what's involved in that. Uh, do you see that? Have you played with that? Do you see it happening or being modified or I, I didn't, used in some way? I didn't... Um... Obviously, I've only played Minecraft for two and a half years now. And so I never played the original Ether mod. But the Ether dimension is in better Minecraft, which, um, you know, I'm obviously doing a playthrough of that at the moment. And it is, I believe, now done by someone different. So I don't know if it's the same. I'm led to believe it's similar on the same line. And it's very, when I think ether and go through it, it's very um, heavenly, angelic sort of thing because you're, you're, um, you're, you're using glowstone for the portal and water, um, which is very bright and vibrant, and you go through it and you're on these bunch of islands and it's beautiful and it's pretty. That's the complete opposite to the um, deep dark. So... I would tend to probably think it's not ether-related. Um, but obviously, you know, King Bee Dogs has got a track record and a history of being able to provide a complete redesign of a of a new dimension and it be very well received. So I can't see it linking to an ether-style thing because they seem to be polar opposites. One's dark, one's light. So don't know right I, I i don't know maybe um you know maybe you know, to me the the skulk looks like an alien sort of thing mm -hmm. um you know from a different dimension so maybe it, you know is it going to the warden's homeland where this skulk thing has infected us from I, who knows mm -hmm. um ether i don't think I don't think you'll see the ether as such, personally. Dark and light, they're going for a yin-yang thing. Who knows? That's true. I mean, that's, again, that's that's all theory. 
like I said, this is going to be a mega snapshot episode. And just before we leave, I'd like to maybe put out future theories of what we what we think might be coming soon mm -hmm. or hope is coming soon. I'm just going to put one out here this surrounding this whole portal thing the center structure of the ancient city the reinforced deep site there's got to be something to do with that with the music disc it's alluding to something now here's my theory again this is being recorded and documented archived <laughs> for for future i'm still leaning heavily toward an end update and these being involved with the end in some way now would that totally get rid of the the use of strongholds no i i don't think so i know i said in the past that uh, maybe the ancient cities would have something to do with the strongholds and the end but this portal we're just going to call it a portal because that's what everybody else is calling it. I'm still leaning heavily toward it being something to do with the end. Not so much the center portal where you get to it from the stronghold. But maybe, you know how you have to go through, as you open up end gateways, end city gateways after defeating the dragon? Mm -hmm. You have to travel through those separate portals, and each time you defeat the dragon, you open up a new portal, and city portal to go to different quadrants of the end. I'm, I'm gonna just throw this theory out there that the different ancient cities that you travel to and open up these different portals within the overworld in the ancient cities will lead will get you to an end city right away rather than having to go to the main island and defeat the dragon uh, you can get to the new end the 1.20 i'm just putting another 1.20 end update just a quicker way to get to these end cities without having to fight the dragon you know uh, that way, the speedrunners can still do their thing. They can go to strongholds, go in, defeat the dragon, end the game, and they still got their thing. But there might be people that don't want to deal with that. They just want to go straight to the end city loot, and this will be another way to get to those end cities in, a, in an updated end. Now, that's just my theory. So, I'm just putting that out there. That's the only one I've got, really. Uh, there's got to be something to that center structure. Yeah. Uh, with the reinforced deep slate. I guess too, from um, the other thought that I had was if we're going down the whole, whole portal route and if it doesn't lead to a new dimension and it doesn't lead to the end, could it be Vanilla's answer to Waystones? So in better Minecraft you have um waystones which and the other mod as well um you can have it where obviously you can teleport around the world you set them up now i do know that they're not in favor of doing that in vanilla but what if these cities 
could connect to other cities. So you activate a portal and you can then access the other cities that you've currently been to and act where you've activated other portals. Um, you know, is it a way of introducing fast travel to Minecraft? Um, that was just the only other theory I had. If we're not going down the entire um, route of a new dimension or access to the end or whatever, is it a way for us to fast travel around the world? Currently, you know, people like to use the, the nether or a uh, faster way to travel yep. uh, over long distances. Um, it's already been done in modded Minecraft, uh, so it would make sense that they could possibly introduce that uh, in a more vanilla form in, in you know, the Minecraft that, that a lot of us play. So, yeah, that does make sense. So that would lead then to, why do I need to go to other ancient cities? Well, I need to go to another ancient city in this area so I can set up another portal so I can access here quickly from the one that's underneath my base. Um, why do I need to keep going looking for um, echo shards? Because I need more echo shards to open up more portals. Why do I need to find more of these um, music disc fragments so I can make more discs to open up the portals? So I can have another, another mm -hmm. one to go to. To me, from a game design perspective, that makes sense. But then on the flip side of it, does that kill the nether? Here's how I feel. I think they could make that doable in this update, in the 1.19 update with maybe the promise of adding more later you know still alluding to uh it being there being something more i think the only thing that we can say at this point is there is more i think with a certain degree of um certainty now there is more what that more looks mm -hmm. like i don't know i don't think anyone knows <laughs> apart from the developers at this point but i think the definitive thing that we can say there is more now that we're caught up before the next podcast we'll probably see a couple more uh and we we will get into the why we love minecraft and this is just talking about these snapshots uh what's coming up uh our love for minecraft you know what we have now and uh what's slated for the future um just another reason why we why we really love minecraft yeah exactly and you know what other game after 10 11 years can drive this sort of passion in people you know i discovered the game eight years <laughs> eight years after it was released and fell in love with it so it's certainly a, a phenomena of the gaming world i think i came in right before the aquatic update i knew of it from the beginning of the game You've mentioned many times, ah, this is just a kid's game, you know. The thought that it's just a kid's game and it's low res, it's just blocks. And early Minecraft was just that. But what they've got going now, how they have a passion to make it accessible for anyone. Yeah. You, could, you can do so much in Minecraft. Uh, there's a sense of adventure, creativity, a, a technical side to it. Uh, there's, there's just so much you can do. Yeah, 100%. And may long it continue. So. You know what we should do? We should do a podcast on why we love Minecraft. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're caught up, I think that's possible. Yeah. Sounds good. And just a reminder for those listening, please head to our Discord. You can find that in the link below in the description. Uh, yeah, we've got an amazing little community developing there. Get to know us, say hello, but also you can leave your thoughts and feedback to feature on the podcast as well. And we would certainly love the community feedback. The questions you might have, anything like that, we would love to hear it. So make sure you check out the Interrealms Discord uh, linked below. There's many different ones you can listen to. Uh, the Reapers, the dramatic story uh, that's evolving. Um, there's there's gaming news. Uh, there's player interviews that are on the podcast uh, that you can listen to. So there's something, there's going to be something weekly. Uh, the Minecraft Lab is kind of a monthly thing uh, right now. But there's always something from the Interrealms podcast you'll have to listen to we we certainly have a ball doing this and it's um obviously i record occasionally the keys as well for the uh interims recap for once a month and you know the podcast might come into half an hour to an hour or this one might be a bit longer but you know that doesn't show how long we're actually on the calls for actually recording these things because we just get so caught up in the whole thing and chatting about minecraft and all those sort of things and you know, we could be on the on the calls here for up to three, four hours <laughs> some days trying to get this hour podcast done because there is just so much to talk about and we're passionate about it. Right. And also, don't yeah. forget, while you are heading to the Discord, don't forget to check out all the content creators that are actually making content and helping out on the Interim server. Um, yeah, some of the storylines and some of the videos that are going out on YouTube at the moment, obviously a lot of us streaming on Twitch and YouTube as well at the moment, some of the videos that are coming out personally i feel are of like high quality that you may not even see on some of the bigger um smp out there so you definitely need to give it a give it a look uh, there's a lot of people putting in a lot of hard work so join us next time here on minecraft lab we are going to again talk about snapshots we we don't know what's going to happen from week to week we might be discussing we might have to reverse a lot of our theories <laughs> again maybe some of the predictions we've made here today will actually come to light so you never know uh, but i i really love discussing these things thank you once again for joining us here on minecraft lab and i don't know how to end this and we will see you in the next one. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.